Hey guys, it's Ron. Thanks for tuning in for another week of America's fastest growing no bullshit podcast. And today's episode is no different. We have a very special guest today, longtime friend of the show, Nick Julia, will be aboard. He'll weigh in with us on our full slate of coronavirus related topics, plus give us a look into what the reaction is like on the ground out where he lives in Los Angeles. We're in the midst of a very trying time, one where we're going to need to stay vigilant in the face of a threat that is both invisible on one hand and possibly going to wreak havoc on all aspects of our society right before our eyes on the other. It's not an easy chat, but we did our damnedest. As always, we cracked a few jokes, shared some really important facts, and got down to a common sense reaction to this week's only story. We're still awaiting sponsorship, so this episode is basically just brought to you by our local internet service providers. If anyone's seen Michael Bloomberg, tell him I've got his newest best investment right here. If you like this show and want more people to find out about it, don't forget to rate and review us in the iTunes store. And on a more immediate and personal level, share the show with your friends through the social media platform of your choosing. And now without further ado, on to the show. The Born to Be Mild Podcast. Hey, hello, and welcome to the Never Ending Corona Cast. Today is March 15th, 2020. We're your favorite fatality free fun guys. For Ronald Cabuno, I'm Pete Crawford. Ron, how quarantined is your house right now? Do you have the infant daughter in a hazmat suit yet? Um,. No, it's kind of like one of those giant tents for when you fumigate. It's very colorful. Uh, the neighborhood, <laughs> the entire neighborhood. You're basically gassing to. her out like you would a mosquito infestation. Or no, not her, us. It's a family affair. Um, so, <laughs> in that note, I wanted to bring in a special guest today. He is our West Coast Bureau Chief Correspondent, Mr. Nick Julia. Nick Julia, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, doing pretty well. Yeah, thanks well. for having me on. Not a problem. Yeah, what's happening? Um, yeah, so um, I'm just kind of um, just dealing with what's uh, been kind of the situation over here in L.A. It's, uh, you know, <laughs> a little bit more panicking than I would expect, but... Uh, yeah, you, L.A., where never one overreacts to anything. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm in Echo Park, so uh, you've got, like, people that already seem to be overreacting, like, just in their daily lives, so uh, this really hit them hard. Well, that's awesome, and that's exactly why I wanted to bring you in, because we have, like, obviously, one perspective here sitting in Ohio in our relative uh, spacious lives, where you're a little bit more confined in terms of the populace, so I wanted to see what the density was doing to people. I was seeing some pictures that you were sending me of your Costco, and, I, and, and I've seen some ones in, like, Brooklyn's Costco, and they don't look like mine, you know what I mean? Those lines are ten times longer, so it's it looked a little frightening. Well, yeah, it was weird, because uh, I wasn't really expecting that, and uh, so I went to three different grocery stores just to kind of get uh, a perspective of kind of what what's really going on because like i uh so that uh like i can't remember it was like a couple days ago and i went to so there's a lassens here in echo park and i went in there and i was like whoa this is incredibly busy and it wasn't really hitting me yet and i was like uh kind of like thinking well you know what i'm gonna play this game here and uh i'm gonna go to 365 whole foods right when it opens the next day and I'm like, I'm smarter than everybody. So uh, <laughs> so 
I go in there and I get there right when it opens. I mean, there's already like, I'd say like 300 people in there. There's lines like four, 30 or 40 deep. Uh, just tough. Yeah. Do you guys have limits on your, what no, you this buy? was just like Are a free being for strictly all. Enforced? It was, it was, Oh, I mean, it was, see, that's not it good. It was scary. That's not and good. It was what depressing. you have to do. <laughs> <laughs> you can only buy like 10 squares of toilet paper and then you're out. I mean, we're really relying on these corporations to do good by the public health by, you know, limiting things when it's something that everyone is going to need. Um, yeah. I thought it was really why cool when I went into the Marks thing that the was chosen. Day. Have paper? you noticed? Yeah. Why is that like the number one thing? Because people it's are just, really concerned yeah. about their assholes. And it's, it's hilarious. It's the most common thing, and it's nothing that's going to be in a shortage anytime soon. So Lord only knows. Yeah. I was actually just yeah, looking at I, some I, reviews I, I for bidets. Water food, you know? <laughs> Everybody else is just walking around thinking like, man, I really don't want a dirty butt. <laughs> we can definitely talk about what is and what isn't an appropriate response. <laughs> and it's very subjective, you know? Yeah, it's, that would you... all be our conjecture. But I mean, I don't think it's appropriate to buy all the toilet paper. Uh, no way. But, you know, <laughs> you do want to buy some toilet paper. <laughs> so, well, it's like, all right, in so... Between. Well, I needed distilled water for our um, cool mist vaporizers, and I was looking all around, and everywhere is sold out. And I'm like, what does everyone need that for? What's that? (laughs) I said a little humble brag action there. What do you mean? It's in the shape of mist. (laughs) It's just a type of humidifier. It's in the shape of a fucking elephant in my kid's room. It's nothing special. Okay. <laughs> I've got these old generic Vix humidifiers in my house, so that is that's not me. that's on you, bro, and that is not good. You probably got a lot of mildew buildup in there. May I suggest you clean that out with a we white do vinegar clean it rinse? Out. We do right. clean it out. Well, I mean, all right, I'm sounded, gonna step up my humidifying game. It sounded antiquated. I just want the best for you, man. Oh, I am sorry. I am stuck in the '90s with my humidifying. Yeah, so <laughs> I was able to get my hands on this distilled water. Needless to say, I was looking up how to make it at home. It's really, really tough. And I found some at Mark's, but they had a strict two-gallon, you know, maximum per person. And the wife was in the car, and this old <laughs> this old lady who was at the cash register was looking at me, and I'm like, I will bring my wife in here right now. We will switch, or you could just sell all four of these to me right now, and I could be on my way. And <laughs> right. luckily, she did, because... <laughs> I, like, I mean, I'm going to send in my infant daughter, and she's getting two as well. I was already <laughs> double parked in the fire lane, so we didn't need to do a, a fire drill as well <laughs> on top of it just to get two more gallons of water. But, yeah, we walked out of there stocked at least for, you know, a week's worth of hydrated uh, hydrated evenings. God, all this time I've been using tap water. I am, no, I am really dude, you can't do that. That's not good. You cannot be particulating whatever's in the tap water into your air and then just think that you got the best things going into your lungs. But doesn't it kind of like boil out the... I don't know. No, sir. I don't know anything about no, humidifiers. Sir. I know. I know. All right. <laughs> so back to the humidifier show. <laughs> no, the, the one thing that I was going to say is, uh, you know, I've been kind of watching CNN. Like, I work remotely, so uh, I listen to CNN while I'm working. So I... I you know, I'm pretty paranoid all day you know, long. I'm so quarantined. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's a it's a nonstop uh, barrage of you know. shit at you. Turn that shit off. Yeah, it, what the hell? It just really uh, makes you paranoid. But the one thing that I was going to say is is uh, you know with the uh, all country quarantine in uh, Italy, they they do let people out. I mean, it you know uh, they have a correspondent there, and uh, it's it's you go out, you can go to the supermarket, you can walk your dog, you can take a walk. Basically, they just want you to practice like social distancing, which is uh, something that, you know, 
we're gonna work on you know <laughs> here, here in LA you know like I went to a bar last night uh, you know I was walking around some homeless woman touched me um, no, you know space it's, yeah. It's, yeah but so, so it's a little difficult to do but like what happens uh, you know and I think Spain and France are considering doing uh, all country quarantines here pretty soon but the the thing that they want you to do is just stay apart so it doesn't spread the the virus and it, and, it, and that's right. what they were dealing the with. The droplets it, coming out of your mouth. You don't want any uh, close talkers like on Seinfeld. Or I mean, like, I you know I don't know. Uh, you know, I was kind of like contemplating this. It was like, does do do the way Italian people greet each other was that spreading it quickly? Because like, I mean, like the you kiss know, there's a lot of like on the cheek or whatever. I don't know. I mean derivative of the proximity that you have as a culture you know like you're sitting there and however much you normally give in your uh, community interactions that that you know lessens or greatens the degree to whether or not you're going to communicate this thing it makes perfect sense that's great for the united states because all we do is fist bump and flip each other off it is but it isn't (laughs) but we also might not practice the best hygiene and we don't listen when things are told to us. That so we don't. That's the, that might be the crux of, <laughs> of the argument right there. So I wanted to get into the yeah. American response because we have a lot to talk about. Um, it started with sure. like the, the rollout of the private sector leading the way, letting us know that shit is not going to be normal real quick. You had the NBA, you had South by Southwest, but I have to tell you guys, ping pong was not canceled this week. Um, I was actually it a got better to, showing than last week. Hopefully. Well, no, I got totally <laughs> douched at the YMCA again. Nobody showed up on Tuesday, so I said, "Forget these guys. I am going to Akron to the official Nitaku Paddle Palace, Samson Dubina." There's your plug, big bro. I was really happy to meet this cat. <laughs> he was the USATT three-time coach of the year and he's got his own center in akron ohio and we went there for league night me and my boy mikey and we balled the fuck out it was amazing and it was scary as shit because like it was sweaty and there were balls everywhere and you know sweaty balls and and microviruses do not <laughs> play well together so i was i was really what paranoid was the name of this place again the notaku it was what? it's called samson dubina table tennis oh, academy yeah. Getting esoteric yeah. here in the, the ping pong school of knowledge. Imagine this, though. In, in <laughs> humble Akron, Ohio, you have one of the best coaches in the world and a place that's open seven days a week to practice your paddle skills. I mean, that sounds like a Ron Paradise. So. It fucking is, dude. It was amazing. I was so happy I got to go there. But, like, what I was saying is, like, I got in there just under the wire because shit is going to be locked down right now. Like, w- like you see these things start to roll out. You see these things start to go. We have, you know, Ohio leading the way in the school closures. It was, I looked, it was yeah, 132,000 schools for the country right now. That is 500 insane, million kids sitting at home right now. I just read this morning, Mike DeWine says that schools might not go back into session this whole calendar year. Yeah, DeWine is really getting locked down. And he says it's just heating up right now, too. Exactly. Well, it is. Of course it is because it has such a it had such a late start here. We're just starting to find out what's going to happen here and what types of preventative measures we put in place right now is going to affect how badly it hits us. Correct. I mean, right? I mean, like so I think he's being very prudent. We had worries over services that might, you know, impact the students like free lunches because so many people, you know, rely on them. 
Well, I saw a lot of cool things this week that were reassuring people that no, this stuff is going to stay open. You're able, there's going to be pickup times at the schools for all your, all your lunches. And then there's this one high school around here that was even saying anybody who is 18 years or over was able to get a, a lunch or a, a dinner for $2. And I was like, all right, this oh, is nice. good. And I love school lunch food. I actually legitimately loved it growing up. I was a big school lunch guy. I don't know if they have the drink cart. I don't know how many extra fruit punches you can get, but I assure you, you can go out of right, there with right. a really pasty scoop of mashed potatoes, and you know you're going to be full. Well, on uh, on Meet the Press, wine was talking about closing restaurants and bars like all yes, over the state. Yes, exactly, exactly. So, so I that might, might have be to go to school reaction. <laughs> that might be an overreaction, like Nick is saying. Like there are ways that you can hopefully practice right, social definitely. distancing, like the Europeans were doing. However. I saw this week that Germany was leading the way in communications on a daily basis, and they're they're really not being able to handle this well because they were doing it at the uh, at the local level and not from the top down. So their initiatives were all you know basically on a state level, and yeah, uh, yeah. they weren't coordinated. The so that might not be the way to go. Uh, obviously, Italy's not the way to go. So if we want to talk about no. what they were doing at first, and you saw the distancing in the cafes and whatnot. Uh, whatever measures they had just didn't seem to be good. So, and you're looking at uh, whatever you know, really bad stuff going on in Iran and, and other places in the world. And and there's a a whole host of uh, case studies for us to look at, but we have to do it really quickly. Well, I think that the you know the South Korean response was probably the best. I mean, twenty thousand like, tests a day. They just yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's insane. And it's like the more you have a like a scope and understanding on what's going on, the better you can plan around it. But like when you have no idea, I think DeWine said that they're saying that there's potentially 100,000 people with, with the, the virus walking around. Oh, absolutely. And it's like people are saying that we were carrying this virus around last fall and no one knew what it was yet. They're just possibly. like, oh, this guy's got a cough. Yeah, just old dudes got Are pneumonia. You serious? Say that that was a hundred thousand. <laughs> that was like um, Ohio's director of health, I believe, and that was four days ago, right? So a hundred thousand then is one hundred fifty thousand by 150, now, guaranteed. Now probably, and yep. they, and you can look at the um, at the coronavirus website, and I would definitely just tell your neighbors, tell your friends, don't turn on the fucking news. Go to the governmental websites; they got your best things. Like I went to the CDC, and they have a checklist for anything. Yeah. For your preparedness, for a business, for your home, for this, for that, for your pet. It was like, all right, it was very calming to see all of those resources there. That's a lot better than trying to sort through the garbage that you can if you try to flip on the TV. Well, how much truth is there to the yeah. fact that they're they're charging like exorbitant amounts of money just to get tested here? Oh, that's, yeah. Is that is that real? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I don't know. I, I I heard Trump say that uh, everybody was going to get a free test. Oh, well, Trump's That's what said. I heard. Never mind then. <laughs> well, you saw them trying to hammer down old Mike when he was leaving a press conference the other day. Like, is everyone everyone's test going to be covered? And then he was just, you know, squinting and weaseling his way out. It was very par for the course. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Sweaty yeah. forehead, just kind of inching his way off the, uh, the curtain. <laughs> but you did have bipartisan agreement on the emergency aid package which was good and it was like trump trump playing nice with nancy in a time where we really needed him to and he had fucked up so many times along the way to this point he did not need to butt in and make his little quabbles with whatever they put forth and it was a it was a good thing um so you know like they have free testing that is in the package 
and they have two weeks of sick leave for anyone as as well as people who are caring for oh people. i wasn't aware of that either yeah okay. and a bump in medicaid yeah. funding and all this stuff so it's like really really big i think he said it's a huge number or whatever because it is it's like 50 trillion or whatever yeah and i think that declaring a national emergency i think he should have done it like uh i don't know Three weeks like ago. When we first At found least. out about it. Like the, yeah, and, and so like that gives, <laughs> a, I think it's like 500 laws go into act uh, that gives all kinds of special privileges to the executive branch, legislative branch, I mean, medical response. I mean, what I was thinking is that uh, I can't wait for Trump to uh, start going. Uh, so I'm going to try and make... Uh, Every like Mar-a-Lago is going to become a hospital, you know. Like all his hotels are going to be hospitals, and <laughs> How he's going to be like, money "I'm going to make this. so much yeah. money." <laughs> oh my god, he's, he's an opportunist bastard. That's for sure, right? Yeah, it's like of course he's going to be like that. last week. And he's going to try and make it look great. Just give people who have uh, uh, the COVID nineteen the flu shot. That should work, right? Uh, like, no, that's not how it works. Mr. President. <laughs> no, he was so petty along the way. It was really sad to see. Oh, arms crossed, just stubborn as all hell. And during during oh, that God. speech, it, it <laughs> sounded like he had something. Because he was stuttering, and he was had these nervous tics that I had not seen before. They were really alarming to me. I don't know if anybody else saw that. Well, he got tested yeah, yesterday, no, I mean, he? I think he actually got tested. Yeah, he did. Yeah. What, yeah, it was... Uh, I think negative. if it came back positive, that would be the headline today. <laughs> I mean, I, it's crazy. I, I just, I, I just thought like, if, if it gets passed, like it gets passed, and he's been around so many yeah. people that and really had it, still shaking hands and rallies it? and stuff. Yeah. Um, well, hey, like I said, right. oh, fist bumps and uh, middle fingers. That's what we should all be doing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We're not wishing it on anybody, but. Um, but no, he's, he's I'm just not, shocked that he doesn't. playing it safe, and he wasn't being prudent, and he wasn't leading the way in a, in a really respectful way where um, people were able to take his lead. Wow, that could have just been applicable to about anything of the last three years. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. But he's saying things like, if, you, if you, somebody sticks out their hand, you have an urge to shake it. It's like, you can't combat that urge, and it's just like, wait a second, like... Yeah, you can. Yeah, you don't. You don't have <laughs> you to shake don't hands. Don't want to do that. Yeah, he's just like addicted to shaking. I had hands a boss who was a know. germaphobe, and anytime, just you know, out of sheer habit, I would stick my hand out to shake his hand when I was leaving or something, and he would always elbow bump my hand. Now this dude was, oh, you know, obviously a hypochondriac. He was in his late eighties, but it was hysterical, like how just defiant this guy was about shaking hands at all. Yeah. You'll have that, but now you have people who feel like their entire life cause has been very vindicated lately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I told you so. Don't touch me. <laughs> it's These like, are my I hands. Think, uh, yeah. <laughs> You're right. You You're right. I won't touch too. you for now. I won't touch you for now. <laughs> but I'm going to lay hands on you next month. No, it's like, um, but yeah, so I wanted to let you guys, let you guys know of a cool initiative that I wanted to try. I wanted to try a... Uh, share your stockpile hashtag of some sort. Would that work? Where we could like take pictures of our of our influenza stockpiles of goods and like see who's got really cool <laughs> ones, see who's got the most Jif peanut butter and shit like that. Yeah, uh, <coughs> Scott sent me a picture of his uh, Scotty Bulls. Yeah, yeah, Scotty Bulls. Um, and I was like asking him, uh, what what did you get? What is it like over there? And uh, he he seemed it seemed to be pretty 
pretty much just like the same everywhere else. But, uh, you know, it looked like he had some paper towels and stuff, but he didn't seem too. Grace, Grace <laughs> too came back out. with like 25 cans of black beans. He's got <laughs> enough like money to buy like really inflated stuff on the black market. So he's all right. Yeah. And he's a single guy and he's in a place where, you know, maybe resources could become scarce over time. So I might be careful if I was him. I think that that's a good point, Ron, is that, um, you know, I was kind of like thinking about that myself. It's actually pretty easy if you're a single person. Like I, you know, I have a studio apartment and a cat. Yeah. So it's yep. like, I don't need much, no. you know, and I don't really eat that Just much don't either. Shake and hands it's like, with the cat so. And you're okay. And you can hit the road yeah. with a giant. A canister of wet ones and like a thousand dollars or whatever and just ride this thing out for you know a week or something but, yeah <laughs> but i was really to. thinking no but i was really thinking you know like um, people who have a lot of like you know others to care for and Absolutely. and things like yeah. that like it, it just gets exponentially more difficult and it's like thinking about like if one person gets it like are you supposed to just lock them in a room right well here's the thing <laughs> that we are supposed to understand as a country is that self-quarantine at home is not the solution and that is what we have been suggesting to people so far because we don't have the beds or the infrastructure or whatever be you know to house them once we find out that they test positive apparently what you're supposed to do is get everyone together who has mild symptoms and everyone together who has severe symptoms and keep them in separate pods, but keep them all together. Don't let them go home. You can't expect them to not infect the people that they love. And that you can't is an ambitious undertaking. It I is, mean. but that's the best way to do it. That's what they've been able to be successful in South Korea in doing and in China in doing. Um, you have to get you have to quarantine the people because then you're going to have way fewer deaths when the people who have mild symptoms slip into severe symptoms because they're already under your care. Well, and I think that the one thing that's going to be really difficult is that once you do, you know, like start to feel ill and it's like, uh, you know, relative to like kind of what you've been hearing about the respiratory kind of symptoms that you get with this, where do you go? Like, I, like at this point, like there's so much confusion coming out of like the, the administration. It's just like, I, at this point, like, the first thought I would be like, I need to get tested because I have these symptoms. So I go to the hospital. Right. right. Well, now they and, have. Yeah, the, I don't uh, even know. I mean, they they're rolling out the drive through testing sites. And apparently the lines. I know they got to do really that quicker. Long. Yeah, they really do. I that's think, a yeah, salient that, point right there, Nick, because I mean, yeah. that's exactly where you wouldn't want to go right now. Like, man, I wonder if I have right. the, the virus. Let me just run to urgent care real quick where everyone has it. Right, exactly. And you're just going to get it. <laughs> but, you know, a drive through where you don't leave your car is a pretty good idea. Look, I mean, that that drive through stuff, they uh, rolled that out. I think they had that a couple years ago when SARS came out. And that was like a big deal when they came up with that idea. And uh, they they had that response. Uh, like they, the Trump administration did not come up with this. And I don't know if they're actually acting like they did. No, but I, I don't no, want to no. get it wrong. But they're finally but, like that's been around. Yeah, they're finally doing exactly. it. They finally have that they can roll that infrastructure out. You know, they, they, yeah. they, you know, they could have put up all the tents they wanted at the hospitals, but they don't have any tests to fill them out. Like, why are you going? But that's the by far the best way. Yeah, so they, they effed up when they wanted to make their own test instead of using the global test. And that put them how many weeks behind? And then the first batch of tests failed. And then that put them another week or so behind. Um, and then, you know, they, ha they took a while to relax the uh, regulations on who can bring the test forward. But now... 
apparently they have you know upwards of 400,000 I believe ready to go and they said that they're gonna be able to manufacture a million test kits a month I think they said so if there's however many per kit that's however many that is or even if it's just a million kits a month and that's what that number is that's what I've heard but it's better than nothing yeah absolutely I think that the more we get a, a sense of like what how many people have it and how fast it's growing because like look I mean like I I know that you know like it's been talked about and stuff but like that curve and like the amount of people we're gonna see that thing just shoot straight up because um I don't know if you guys have been looking at the John Hopkins coronavirus like dashboard that they came up with uh-huh. um it's pretty incredible yeah it's it's kind of they uh updated i think pretty regularly uh you know based and it's it's the whole world and uh, i was like kind of looking at it yesterday like every now and then like every hour i'd reload it and i swear i'm not lying it was going up like two to four thousand every hour well it looks like the current update right now on cnn is there are 3,130 cases in the U.S. and oh, 62 man. deaths. Sure. Oh, and yeah. I am looking at the Ohio website every day, and I just take a screenshot of it. Yes, or two days ago, 13. Yesterday, 26. So we'll wait to see what it is this afternoon, but there you go. That's 100% overnight. Right. And I know yeah. Hopkins is kind of uh, reputed to be, you know, the best of the best, but the Cleveland yeah. Clinic has done a great job as well uh, with the way that they've reacted. So... Props to them for sure. Gotta love the clinic. Yeah. But so this is where it comes time to ask people to be personally responsible. Like, how do you feel okay publicly shaming someone when they're not following protocol? Because it's like, (laughs) I'm okay with it. You know, I I lay on the horn when somebody Fs up in traffic and... If somebody just coughs right into the air, I'm gonna give them a hey, what the fuck, probably. Like, real quick nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of things you can do that are just, you know, simple things. And and it just like, it, it's kind of like a, a philosophical kind of look at like what, you know, humans are. But like, I mean, we have to be told to do this stuff. Otherwise, like, I guess we just don't do it normally. Uh-huh. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, that we're just like a very Because you're going to give a pass to disgusting like a people. kid <laughs> who's coughing without covering his mouth, you know. But at a certain point, no, you're I'm looking at the parents, it. you're looking at everybody, you're like, dude, everybody just stop coughing everywhere all the time. Well, you know, we're sitting here with a, a virus that can get us, and we are we don't think microscopically uh, on a day-to-day basis. So, like, no, we, don't. we hope that we can go into nature and interact with it on a free basis and come home unscathed because that's what we do 99% of the time. And mm-hmm. so when we have to change our mode of thinking and how we address the outside world, that is a big monumental shift in our perspectives. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Ron, and, and, you know, like, uh, I, you know, understanding this thing, um, on like a molecular level is pretty interesting because, uh, I, I know I was, uh, mentioning to you that, uh, folding at home oh project. Oh my God, dude. Tell me about Pete. You got to hear about this shit. This is yeah, why. Go ahead. So in 2000, this, uh, Stanford came up with this project, um, where they, they were able to, you know, like you use supercomputers to basically, uh, model proteins and protein folding. So, um, you the computing power of this was like so uh gigantic needed yeah it just needed tons of power that they were like kind of running out of resources so what they came up with was a (laughs) way to one of those like 1960s computers in the movies where there's like all the bulbs flashing 
It takes up the whole yeah, room. Essentially. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, there's steam coming out of the top of it. So they're like, we need some help. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know how they figured this stuff out, like, uh, before they had this. But so what it does is it, like, when you're not using your computer, you can, like, you remember screensavers? I mean, it sounded like you're crowdsourcing a botnet, you know, of, of usage. Yeah. Like, you're saying, hey, you can use my computer while I'm not on it to do your work. Yes, essentially that's what it does. So basically you, you can uh, download a program and when you're not using your computer, uh, these uh, protein folding uh, simulations can use your computer. And uh, they uh, did a lot of work with cancer, I think, initially. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, then they d- they've done stuff with Ebola, um, SARS. And uh, just recently, uh, NVIDIA was calling uh, people on Twitter to uh gamers actually um there's a thread in reddit called pc master race okay and uh <laughs> okay yeah so all right <laughs> it's an interesting name Heady right? stuff yeah and uh yeah and uh so these are all gamers where they're like uh you know show my uh Your chops tower setup uh-huh. yeah like crazy computers for gaming and uh th- but they're calling on these gamers to uh so there's a covid19 project uh now you can start protein folding simulations uh, for this particular one so they can find druggable sites on the protein. So, um, yeah, so if you go to folding at home or just Google that, um, you can, it does, you don't have to have like a mega, you know, gamer rig to uh, do this. You can do it on any computer. You just have and to have PC, a spare Linux, square. You have to have a couple gigs. Yeah. A couple or megs. basically... Nice. Anytime you're not using your computer, you can. Uh, it's a way to help out, I guess. Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah, because what I think what we're looking for in general are places and ways that we can help each other out. And if it's something that is going to be very low impact to your daily life, then figure it out, and everyone will be on board right away. You know. Yeah, and you don't have to be a, a biologist or you know um, know anything really about this. You just run the program. You just have to get the word out. People just need to know yeah. about it, and they will sign up for it immediately as long as they feel safe, you know. And it's, hey, if it has yeah. a little check mark or whatever on my vast security, then I, I'm cool. I roll with it. Yeah, that's fascinating. Actually, <laughs> no, we, sh- we should add uh, Grace on today's show. She is a microbiologist. She probably knows something about some of this stuff. Son of a bitch! What did, oh, where yeah. is she? What's going on? <laughs> We're gonna have a crowded room it. if we keep bringing all these people in here. I said, do we know a virologist? I put it right on today's outline. Okay, well, now you know we know a microbiologist, and she happens to live in the room that I live in. Son of a gun. Well, she will be coming in handy. Keep her keep her real close on Sundays here, Pete, when we record. Yeah, for sure. You know, with all the uh, lack of sports we've had going on, I was just sitting around the couch one day, and I noticed this woman next to me, who apparently is my fiance. And so she's super nice, and she's a microbiologist, and yeah. I've really gotten to learn a lot about her without basketball and football in my life. Isn't that wild? <laughs> Something. <laughs> you're having a little staycation. You know, you got to really be able to buddy up with whoever you're holed up with. Right. I'm sitting here. I'm like, oh, my God, there's a person. Do we know each other? She's like, yeah, we're engaged, bro. Like, oh. Yeah. And heaven forbid the power goes out. Then you guys are going to get familiar. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all's going to get to know. Uh, but, you know, until that point, I think you guys are going to be just fine. You guys are going to, you know, play it safe. Everybody play it safe. Wash your hands. 
practice good hygiene. I think it's a really great thing. But also, right. this is just some uh, a point in time where we're going to have to lay low. We're just going to have to maybe hole up for a little while and let this thing blow over like a storm outside because it's something that you have to trust that you are doing your part in containing the spread of, and it's by doing some really boring-ass shit. No, and I think I think if you uh, like feel like you're doing too much or you feel like you're over-preparing, you're probably doing enough then. So, you know, like, I think just yeah. making sure that you do the minimal, like, wash your hands. Well, I was listening to the guy on the New York Times, the one scientist they've been having on, you know, giving you all the updates on this stuff. And he said, well, God forbid if we overprepare and fewer people die, way better than sitting here saying, man, I wish we could have done more. And everybody is sitting here yeah. sick and in the hospital like and the, the, the places are overwhelmed. Uh, uh, Trump narrative where uh, it's just the flu. No, it's and no you can deal. look at Italy having to make choices on people's lives and who they're going to save going on right now as an example of why you have to get on this shit right now. Turns out we have to talk about politics in one fashion or another. I don't know how we're even going to have an election this year with everybody canceling their primaries, but we still have to kind of <laughs> talk about it, right? Well, Trump said his rallies were virus-free, so. That's right. Well, have him just <laughs> get spit on by everybody who walks in the door. <laughs> oh my god! If that's, if I he's think so some fucking people were sure. already doing that, weren't they? <laughs> no, I that's mean if I feel like that would happen enrollment. at a Trump rally. That's, if he had, yeah, that's only if you were in the press pen. <laughs> then you're you. getting spit on. Oh man, he is so irresponsible. It's unfathomable. What a child! Well, you made the comment about Biden being knowing enough that he's incompetent and handing it over to the experts to lead instead of handing yeah. it over to you know Mike Pence who. uh almost eliminated half of Indiana with the HIV virus. So, yeah, you're sitting here and you have a really stark contrast that is evident to everybody, but I don't know if it's going to last. So we have a really long time until the election, and it definitely seems like the last six months have been a lifetime with the primaries alone. Now we have yeah. everything else going on top of it on a daily basis. If he's He might be able to weave himself in and out of public trust you know, in the intervening months. But right now, he looks so stupid. All you have to do is say, we're not going to do what this guy does. We're simply going to do what scientists say to do because we're not faith healers and we're not old grandpas who blow things off because we Man, can't I see them. Man, I have relatives that will argue that point to the bone with you. What do you mean? Well, <laughs> we're not going to listen to him. We are not going to listen to scientists. We are going to be spiritual people and pray away the, the disease. Oh, that's for sure. And these people need to be publicly shamed whenever they are seen contributing to what could be a very, very shitty outcome for this country. Because you're part yeah. of the problem, man. Like, I how just do you, feel kind of bad do? publicly shaming my 75-year-old aunt, you know. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, then you have to lead by example and, and, and say that – I, I don't know. Like if they're so Christian, then you, you ask them about their Christian values and you ask them about the golden rule. And ask them if they really want to be the one who passes along a virus to their family member that kills them. Yeah, I mean, you know that stuff doesn't work, though. I mean, like those for, tactics like, have been tried and true. Uh, no, the, the, the crazy thing is, is like uh, like a little over two weeks ago, the guy was calling it a democratic hoax. Yeah. Uh, the coronavirus. I mean, it's like that. And now we have a national emergency. It's like that shouldn't make sense to anybody. No. You know, and he's making he I mean, like. I don't know who's going to win uh, in the primary. I mean, like, I have my thoughts, but, like, I feel like, you know, how do you argue with that? Like, just, like, this guy is 
lying to you. You know, I mean, straight up. And it's just like <laughs> there is nothing more evident. He almost ran and he could have run a quarter of his 2016 campaign or whatever. Or just thinking about how he lambasted Obama for saying you got to keep your doctor under Obamacare. He does this shit every hour, right? He's sitting there. Yeah, yeah. If you want to get a test, you can get a test. The guy behind him's like, that is not true. He's like, yes, it is. I will make them in my garage. And, and the guy's like, dude, you, I'm sorry, Mr. President. He's like, no, no, no. Yeah, I don't think this I virus thought it was a beautiful has been test. worse for anyone than Trump. He is a sinking ship right now. And everything is going to need to turn around by November or he doesn't have a shot in hell, no matter who runs against him. Well, you know, the one thing I, I really hope is that this all works out for us, and we we really he. I hope he does a good job. That's what uh, we need. Containing I this know, this, this virus, because I, I mean, it's like I as much oh, as I'm not, I I'm not don't, against it. I want I'm a good for a good, death. <laughs> so, yeah, I want I want good results with this, but I also wanted to be clear that he fucked it up. You know, his incompetence right. needs to start finding an end. He needs to start yeah. taking a back seat. His personality needs to get put in a box, especially if he wants to get reelected. Now, if he wants to have everyone in this country have a nice, healthy outcome or the best that we could possibly hope for, you know, he needs to have an about face right now. You know, like it has to start right now. So I'm thinking that the agreement on the aid package, you know, is at least going to help. It's bolstered probably the stock market for a couple days. Yeah, now is the time to start temporary. playing nice uh, for, for the long term here. Uh, do we have to talk about the stock market? <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> that was insane. Holy shit. I mean, he, like, it's amazing that he can just, inst- like, if you want to know how much confidence, like, Trump can fuck up, I mean, it's just like, these guys were like, wait a second, you're not going to do anything? It's like, okay, <laughs> we're just going to sell off everything because, like, I can't work with this motherfucker. No, no. <laughs> and you had the volatility already in the market from the Saudi-Russian uh, oil fiasco last week. Um, right. So, well, we're at that three-year oh mark where his economic policy is actually starting to really take effect. And uh, he can't uh, rest on the laurels that Obama had set Exactly. You, you know what great- that's like? That's like Brady Hoke coming into Michigan. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you're only working with somebody else's players for so long. Exactly. You've got a few years to work with good players, and then it's up to you. And now it's up to Trump, and he's dealing. And the with cupboard is bare. Exactly. So much, so oh much God. he's dealing with. I do not envy him. How do you get rid of the director of the exact thing that we're fucking dealing with? <laughs> I mean, how many directors has he gotten rid of? When you think about all of the the cuts, did he the, just uh, see finals. that and he got rid of them by length of title alone? <laughs> yeah, he's like, what, what's this stuff? <laughs> too much to read, too much to read, garbage. It's really tough to to watch this happen. But the Health and Human Services Secretary, Mr. Alex Azar, I believe, uh, seems to be a fairly competent individual, and I have a little bit of faith in him. Yeah, he seems to be uh, kind of at least telling the truth, uh, which is, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, like being realistic. Low, low what a doozy nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's 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 shocking. You know, like uh, I remember when, uh, oh, what's the the Ukrainian guy that was with uh, Giuliani? Yeah. Uh, the two guys that he was Lev working Parnas. with. I was, yeah, Lev Parnas. I was saying, like, yeah. holy shit, people get arrested still? Still, you know <laughs> what I mean? It's like... I, 
uh, you know, when you see somebody acting normal in the like Trump universe, you're just like, something's up with that. That can't be real. Absolutely. It's like, what do you mean they honored a subpoena and showed up and testified? <laughs> I thought we didn't do that anymore. Yeah, I thought we just, the Trump What am I going to do with all these middle finger emblazoned t-shirts that I'm supposed to wear every day? Yeah, it's like, when you get a subpoena, you just go, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, it's totally optional. So many men yeah. out there, which one shall I choose? <laughs> exactly. You don't have to do anything anymore. So we wish Tom Hanks the best. Oh, yeah. wow. Him and his wife. <laughs> and, and come on, and Rita Wilson <laughs> too, guys. She's Greek. You know, I, she's a fellow Greek. I got to feel for <laughs> I mean, um, he's just, uh, I mean, he's in Australia, so he's probably still more likely to die of a snake's bite or something. So, Did you see that they gave him a volleyball that looked like Wilson in his quarantine unit? That's, nice. I mean, that was awesome. I was like, that. That sounds like something he probably needs, right? That's a feel-good moment right there for old Hanksy. The memes for that uh, are kind of incredible. I don't know if you've seen any of them. I but have not. There, I have not. There was one where it was like, uh, if anything, you know, like uh, about Tom Hanks's movies, like you just don't want to travel with this guy because he always gets in a situation <laughs> that he like he's stranded yeah, or he's, I am the uh, captain now. Or a volcano, or you know what I mean? It's just like, don't go anywhere. Tom a Hanks volcano? is going to end oh, up Joe fucked. versus a volcano. Okay. Yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> what, a, what a solid flick. But yeah, so I want to reiterate the, the share your stockpile hashtag, or else, or as the kids would say, hashtag share your stockpile. Um, and I expect all three contributing members here to be sharing their stockpile on the Facebook page for the, for the site here. Yeah. For the show. Like I was saying, Grace just bought like all the black beans. Yes, like absolutely. It's just stockpiled with black beans. Are they dried like or canned? Beans. Oh, they're canned. Okay, well, I mean, you can go either route. I have a little bit of both. I, I would have bought some. Uh, you know, I have a little bit of uh, the canned stuff, but, like, I was looking to buy some dry ones, but, like, I was too late. I'm going to see what it looks like on Monday. Um, That's wild. Maybe they'll re- restock the shelves, but, yeah. I mean, I I imagine they're going to restock the shelves, right? Of course they are. There's no the, the yeah. food is still coming. Like, yeah, the yeah. Still coming. I mean, it's not like we have a shortage of this. <laughs> no, stuff. no, no, no. We're good. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so like, have, just, uh, black beans probably to last us the next uh, thirty to forty generations. So I'd say we're be so, okay yeah. there, or at least until <laughs> flu season is over and we can, you know, I'm not going to make any bad joke, poor jokes here. Um, no. I'm trying to keep it in good taste because there's nothing funny about death, but it's like you got to laugh. It's like this shit is crazy and people are going to be at home and they don't know what the fuck to do with themselves or others. So you got to give yeah. some levity to some people. And we are cracking jokes because you kind of have to. But my mother is elderly. She works at a hospital. Um, and my mother is very that's, immunocompromised. That's and, thanks my for, step, thanks and my stepfather is like yeah. on her ass and quarantining her so well that I am so thankful to have him taking care of her i feel so good about how she's doing and you know it's like i got other people in my life who still gotta go out and fucking grind and i'm worried about them right you know like because no i don't i don't know what's gonna happen with them and when they're gonna say it's time to quit and and go home and 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 take care of myself to make sure i'm okay yeah that's the thing most of us are worrying about other people and not ourselves i mean and you kind of have to for christ's sake my mom is a respiratory therapist literally yes so but it's Jesus about, Christ. but it's also about communication. <laughs> so it's about spreading the knowledge. It's about spreading the information, but not spreading the disease. 
because right. even right. the healthy people are going to the healthy people are going to be the ones who make or break the response to this. Exactly, it's about spreading, and it's about you know like uh, containment, responsibility. Yeah, yeah, and you know it takes a couple of dullards out there to fuck up, and then all of a sudden, and go touch everyone's microphone other. at the at the pref- press conference. Oh my god, that's so oh, yes. funny. Jesus so Christ. Horrible. Like, that is such instant karma and not soon enough. But it's like, so man, funny. if you got any one other person sick, you should get kicked in the junk. I, I saw um, uh, Steph Curry was getting interviewed. In, uh, it was on Twitter. It was like uh, he uh, was about to cough and, like, he held it back. And, like, the, the thing on Twitter was he even uh, pump fakes his uh, coughs. <laughs> pump fakes his coughs. <laughs> and then he leans into you and tries. Yeah. Tries to draw the virus. Yeah. He comes back and he coughs the virus over the microphone and into the crowd. Yeah. You should see how he warms up. It's disgusting. (laughs) Honestly, at these press conferences, I'd be bringing my own mic. BYON. To like every one of them. It'd just be my mic. That's right. Yeah. Let's make sure we label them. But yeah, it's it's gonna really suck without sports, guys. What the fuck? I mean, it was kind of weird because uh, the... uh, LA sports radio I listen to like they've been doing like weird like games and uh you know like just talking about the news and I mean they're they have nothing to talk about I mean like Keyshawn and LZ in the morning it's like what you have doing for breakfast book- Keyshawn <laughs> basically or like talk- they're doing like a book review <laughs> I mean it's bad well, that's going to really test everybody's metal in the broadcast game, that's for sure. You got a <laughs> lot of con- – you got time to Yes, fill. the amount of 24-hour news uh, outlets out there. ESPN will be fine <laughs> yes. because they're owned by Mickey Mouse. But there's other <laughs> national uh, news networks out there. Literally, they're just going to have to twiddle their thumbs and call that a sport. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, there's absolutely. nothing else going on. I was going to say, you just got to go do some shit alone, which is cool. I like to do some shit alone for the most part outdoors when I try to get my exercise Absolutely. on. Absolutely, yeah. Everybody's going to have solitaire. Nice, nice solitary <laughs> things to do. That's right. And nobody nobody <laughs> uh, likes watching anything more than a guy outside doing solitary things by himself. Well, yeah, you can roll up in the park and watch me stretch from it's the comfort just, of your car. That is that's the height of all entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, listen, I think I, uh, Ron's going to do something. Oh, no, he's still just sitting there. What if we all had sprinter vans we could stand up in and do calisthenics together, but, like, next to each other? Yeah. I mean, that's... In our own little bubbles? Yeah, I was going to say, we we need the full body condoms from uh, Naked Gun. Well, that's just it. So, you know, the whole mask thing, like, everyone's saying, don't hoard masks, don't use masks. Masks are for sick people to not transmit. Well, hey, Absolutely. guess what? If you have so many people that have it and don't know it, why isn't it prudent to tell people to wear the fucking masks? That's, I.e., That's ergo. actually a good point. Yeah, I mean, like, if we have a bunch of undiagnosed cases. Doesn't that seem prudent? Like, we're talking about something that is undetected and people are transmitting it. Why wouldn't we want to do the safest measures possible, even if you think that that induces more panic? It's like, yeah. I don't think that induces any more panic than the 24-hour news cycle. The news network is what's inciting <laughs> panic. And like I said, there's no downside to wearing the mask. I mean, you don't I look as cool. I think that that just shows, it shows someone else still... that you're being responsible. Right. I look at that person, no. I say, I don't say that's a sick person. I say that's a cautious person. Right. And there is boosting the mask economy, that. so that's good for the market. Well, there's no mask left to be bought, so don't worry about that. I'm just saying if you yeah. have them, you should use them. 
Well, I was thinking about maybe just uh, doing some kind of cool scarf thing. Yeah, but is it an N95 particulate scarf? Yeah, I'm not sure about the uh, efficacy of the scarf thing. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, I don't think I... it's going to catch a seal good either. Okay. Well, I mean, I'll uh, I'll let you know my progress on it, and uh, we'll see how it goes. You're a pretty good fashion stylist and whatnot. I've seen you throw some stuff together. You've made clothes with magnets in them before, so yeah, I think you I can think... probably fashion us a really cool mask. I, well, I feel like, uh, you know, maybe just getting something that is uh, oh, tightly fitted around your face or something. <laughs> I don't know. himself in there. He wants a mask now, too. You could probably fashion <laughs> us a couple masks. <laughs> yeah. I'll uh, I'll see what I can do. Uh, and uh, if I come up with something interesting, I'll uh, let you guys know. Thank you. <laughs> I don't mean for mass production. just for us, dudes. No, yeah, no. I'm, it's totally, uh, I mean, I'm, I might take it to Etsy, but, you know, like nothing, nothing crazy. Absolutely. That's a way to go. So I don't know what's coming ahead for the week, guys, and and neither do you. <laughs> but I know that it's going to be quiet. I'm getting the feeling it's going to be coronavirus related. It's going to be quiet just, yeah, and coronavirus. So what you have to Very do is slow. just stay calm, right? I mean, you have to practice resiliency or something. you got to stay mild. What do you guys plan on doing? Are you guys going to stay home from work at all? Well, I mean, I'm working remote, so I, I don't go too. anywhere. I, I work from I, home. I, so. Yeah. And are you guys going to be limiting your trips outside the house? Yeah, I we've got trips that were scheduled to come up, and we're really questioning if we should go or not. Uh, the one is just down to Athens. Maybe not so bad, but the people we're seeing both work in bars, so who knows. And then yeah. we've got one coming up to Nashville, yeah. and they've got kids and all kinds of stuff going on. We're thinking maybe not that one. So You might want to scratch that one. Y- yeah, yeah, that one seems like a no-go <laughs> right now. Uh-huh. I thought you said yeah, I was going to make little... good scratch. I was like, no. well, I don't charge people for uh, having my presence at their house. For a but... visit? For a visit? Sure. <laughs> I should start doing that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I saw somebody with t-shirts that say, wash their hands in New York uh, on the Instagram. We, you know what's interesting? It's so crazy. Uh, you know, when um, when Obama was president and... Uh, <laughs> wash your hands. Did somebody walk by him to see his shirt? They're like, oh, shit, this guy's right. Well, no, right, it was like uh, public it was the Ebola, <laughs> and uh, they had uh, uh, Alex Jones was uh, selling T-shirts that called it said it was the like Obola, and uh, it was Obola. It's just so weird that like now Alex Jones is like promoting um, this silver. Yeah. That uh, uh-huh. well, I've heard. About I mean, that. this guy needs to be in fucking jail. I mean, yeah. it's just so fucking crazy. I mean, it's not it just protect him. you there's, against everything. There's a whole right wing yeah. movement. Everyone should have silver in their house, and it kills uh, like the virus in twelve hours or something. Like, yeah. are you and, out of your and mind? the werewolves? Yeah, it's that's what I said. Crazy. And werewolves. Did we talk about this last week, Ron? Uh-huh. I feel like we did. Yeah. No. I mean, <laughs> it, you know, tiny so... werewolf viruses inside of you getting killed by silver. <laughs> We did. I think we did mention that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so he's extremely irresponsible. And, um, you know, Pete, you were saying, you know, you got to get on Facebook and look at this shit. And I'm like, dude, I am only on Facebook because I set up a page for this show. And I want to make sure that we're, you know, sharing through that, uh, which has been going great, by the way. I want to thank everybody. Let me take the time and thank everybody who has come in and new and is a new listener to the show because we really appreciate it. And we've gotten yeah, a real big absolutely. bump in recent weeks, and everybody's been giving us a lot of great feedback. So thank you very much. <laughs> it's one thing if you want to hear Petty Trump talk about, well, you know, we're going to have a website out. It's going to come out. It's going to be real good, way better oh than other God. websites, you know, yeah. Obamacare, wink, <laughs> Much wink. better than Obamacare. <laughs> yeah, it's like you are a petty 
douchebag. Get out of here with this shit. To be fair, the Obama Obamacare site did suck ass when it came out. Yeah, but so. he can't keep yeah. his fucking mouth shut for two seconds. Why are you giving him that point? It's like he can't stop making comparisons. Also, Google wasn't even going to make a site. Like, uh, that ended up being complete bullshit. It was like a, one site for California, and it wasn't Google. It was Alphabet's, uh, like, one of the companies that they do biochemistry or something uh -huh. like that, that uh, Google's parent company, Alphabet, owns. Google's like, no, we're not, dude. I mean, we have this one little crowdsourcing thing that starts in one area, and this is how Google builds everything, you know? It's like we're using all everyone's devices, and we're going to figure out a way so that we can exponentially grow it once we get the initial numbers back, and it's going to be a slow process. And he's like, no, nah, Google's going to fix it tomorrow. Well, no, and I like that <laughs> like, he had this bullshit no, figure, not. like it was 1,700 <laughs> software engineers were working on it, and it's like, where the fuck did you get that number? Gross. And I don't understand yeah. why he says things that are so easily disproven. Like, I still get a kick out of it. every time John Oliver brings up the fact that he said, John Oliver invited me on the show. And Oliver's like, no, we didn't. <laughs> like, it's completely yeah. not true. Because he just wanted to say that he denied the invitation. Yep. Right. Exactly John right. Oliver asked him to come on the show, but he said no. I said, right. no way, man. No way. <laughs> this guy is just all about, like, it's weird. It's like... It's either like I want to my my uh, inauguration crowd was bigger than ever. And then like the virus is lower than ever. It's like he's like <laughs> I could just imagine him like in a golf game. It's like, oh, yeah, I never I make every hole. Bill O'Reilly wrote an entire book <laughs> on Trump and called him out for being the biggest serial cheat in the history of the game. Oh, yeah. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> like he uses his foot wedge more than any other club in his bag. He is a garbage human. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't yeah, even know what that means. Suddenly just but... <laughs> turned into the Trump bashing show. No, what it means is that he kicks the ball out from under a tree. Uh, he doesn't count okay. all of his strokes. Oh, he picks okay. the ball I up and he says, oh, that's a gimme. He's well, a garbage human. And and golf is a game of etiquette and honor. And he has no yeah. business stepping on it. It's a gentleman's sport. And Trump awesome. is a... <laughs> I can't even use Trump in the same sentence as gentleman. <laughs> no. All right. It's supposed so, to be a gentleman's All right. Game. But getting back to this Facebook, right? You have people on the right yeah. that are just going nuts. They're saying, oh, this is some kind of democratic and Chinese plot to get Trump out of office. This is what people yeah. are sharing. And then you have like even the smallest trickle down of the misinformation. Like I'm talking to my dad and he's like, well, it's kind of just like the flu, you know, it's no worse than that. And I'm like, fuck, dad, I have to sit you down for five minutes here, apparently. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it yeah. sucks, and it's it's not good, and it's going to cost people lives. This isn't like the rest of his misinformations and mistruths that usually just cost people lives overseas, right. or maybe black and brown people their freedoms if right. they're right around here. It's you know every world event isn't some kind of a giant conspiracy about him and his massive ego. The the largest country in the world didn't shut down to get Donald Trump out of office. Yeah, a yeah. couple months later, hoping that they could German, <laughs> they could you know spread the like, seed right, over there and get all one point four billion of you guys. We're shutting the place down because we don't like Trump. Right. So well, I mean, this is lunacy. So we, well, and we some just, of the misinformation, uh, you know, like most of the time you can just laugh it off and it's no big deal. But like this type of stuff, it's it's, it's just serious. Not like that. Yeah, super big yeah. deal. Um, all right, so. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go out. We're going to go forth and we're going to proselytize the good word of hygiene I and like that staying word. calm. That's good. Thank you very much. I worked <laughs> yep. on that 
a couple times before the show, and I got them yeah. all. I got if, I if fucked them all up, so I got it, that one right. It has a very different meaning if you slip up on the tongue there. But there you go. <laughs> Don't uh, go yeah. out and do that. Do Jesus. not. Do not. That's oversharing. <laughs> yeah. Also, probably the the worst way to try to keep the virus from spreading. No <laughs> doubt. I want to uh, I want to wrap this show up, and I want to thank Pete cool. as always, Mr. Pete Crawford, and I want to thank our West Coast Bureau Chief Correspondent Nick Julia. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, Nick, definitely want you on again. It was yeah, good. Definitely. Anytime. Absolutely. I mean, this guy yeah. is quality content, and so we want to thank everybody out there <laughs> right for joining us for another week. And uh, we're going to see you guys here next week. Who knows? If not sooner, because we are going to be cramped up in our houses, probably a little bit more than usual. And we're going to be ready to talk to you guys soon. Yep. Thanks, everyone. And be safe. Thanks again for tuning in. And thanks to Pete and Nick for an excellent show. Thanks to Ryan Little for our theme music as always. Today's show was mixed and produced by yours truly. Stay safe out there. Share your wet ones with your neighbor. And we'll be back with you guys real soon.